hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? I mean, I didn't really have a weekend. I've been studying. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just got a mini lecture about how I need to take a step back <laughs> because I'm spinning. <laughs> yes. And I agree with her. Mm-hmm. I, my nose has been deep in books and practice tests for a while now, and I think my brain is getting tired. Yes. But that was my weekend. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get caught up. I caught up on claws, mm. which is like woo, totally. That like that just if y'all don't watch it, yeah, y'all gotta still, watch it. I've been saying I was gonna. Start you gotta watch it. It was like started. you kind of knew it was gonna happen. And then they just kind of threw a boomerang, and it was like whoa, didn't see that. So <laughs> that a new one comes on tonight. We record on Sunday nights, but yeah. I probably watch that tomorrow. Saw Power. We'll talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, so my weekend was like boring. It was studying. Yeah. But what I was going to say is the good part about that is, you know, our podcast anniversary, one year anniversary comes right in time for you to celebrate. It does. Right after that. So and it's I, like perfect timing somewhat. Um, and and let me just put this out there just to show a little bit of clout. We had to up the number of yes, tickets. Yes, y'all. Folks. Y'all So too. we love y'all. Yes. Y'all so dope. We had to up it. <laughs> yes, we had to increase our capacity. So keep our SVP in, y'all. Please, and pull up. up. Yes. On August 19th. Yes. Have a drink. <laughs> they have really good shrimp and rice. They do. Oh, yes. That's my favorite. Y'all know. And they have thebomb.com nachos as well. Mm, yes. Have some drinks. Have some sangria. I was about to say, have our drinks. The yes. good girl and the bad girl. Those are cocktails we'll be serving. Because yeah, actually someone asked me this. They was like, can guys come? Of course. We want guys to come. It's not just a girl no, party. Just because our name is Good Girls Behaving Badly, it's not just... For, For guys, wouldn't you want a good girl that behaves badly sometimes? Exactly. I'm just saying. So, please, guys, come through. You can have one of our drinks, too. Don't feel excluded. And get your Mac on. Be a sea of women. Get your Mac on. Okay? And we'll have our swag bags. And let's, let me, I'm going to be really funky. First come, first serve, folks. Cause okay, uh, a so lot when of they RCP so <laughs> and when they gone, they gone. So don't even want to hear. I ain't get this way back. When they're gone, they're gone. Y'all better get there. Okay, so get just all bad because it's some good stuff inside. Keep keep that in mind. Yeah, my weekend. So I was I was kind of chilling all weekend. I went. So have you ever, have you ever been to medieval times? No, I always wanted to go, but no. I went for the first time. Do you really Friday. have to eat with your hands? Yes. Oh, girl, no. So, okay, so y'all know I don't eat meat outside of fish. Yeah, what did you do? I had, they had like bean stew. So I had a spoon. But if you don't eat, if you don't ask for the vegetarian meal, you eat chicken. And you don't get a utensil for that. You eat with your hands. Right. Um. So you get like a half chicken and you have to pick at hands. it. Yeah, you eat it with your do hands. Do you get sides? Yeah, you get like bread, you get corn. Um, soup. How you eat the soup? Slurp it? <laughs> yeah. It's in like this container with a handle. So you have so to you slurp. pick it up and slurp it. So when I go, bring utensils. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Check. But it was really fun. I loved it. So I did that Friday. I went to see um Detroit on Saturday, which... Did it make you mad? That's why I've been avoiding it. <laughs> it was good. And I think I have a problem with saying a movie is good that has like 
bad things in it. You know what I mean? It was a good a good storytelling. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. That's what the I mean. The story was told well. Right. But the story was bad. <laughs> um, so I don't think it makes me any madder than I already was. Speak it. Um but it just reinforces your feelings. <laughs> Um, but the depiction of the story was amazing. It made me want to, um, look up some of the people more and like, because a lot of the people in that story are still alive. Right. And so I'm just like, I want to, you know, see what they're doing. Even though at the end of the movie, it tells you what they're doing. It's like, you still get a more in-depth experience. But I think movies like that, or even like biography movie, biography movie, mm. (laughs) <laughs> just forget it man movies like that I think when they make you do further research that's a good movie yes yes when yes. after it you want to like look up more mm-hmm. I think that's like a good movie and you know what surprised me the most because you know black people we be showing out for these kind of movies when I went it was actually a good amount of white people in the theater and I was like okay y'all about to learn about what y'all be doing like oh that sounds <laughs> it sounds wrong but but it kind of excited me because, you know, sometimes I think for these movies, it's only us that want to go see, see it. it. But I think it's also good to for others to want to go see it, to see some and experience some of the things that we've been going through and that we go right. through. Because I think even though people that probably see it probably already understand, I think it gives them more of an understanding of the, the different things. stories. In the midst of it yes, all. Because yes. during that time frame, there's multiple movies that have come out. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes people say, well, haven't we seen enough? And it's because it's hard. Right. But I think what people are doing, what writers and producers are trying to do, are showing different aspects of that time period. Yes. As much as every story was similar, they were not all the same. And and I think that's the important part to know about Detroit. Because it was good. I think everybody should go and see it. I'm not going to spoil it at all. But I think that it's important to know that this was not a national report, nationally reported event. Yeah, I didn't know so about this until I saw the movie just, preview. Just imagine how many times this happened and it didn't go recognized um, on a national basis. So it's like, take this movie times 100. Even though it's probably more than that. Just take it times 100. So it's like... It was a very good movie, but just like, just realize how common this probably was for these people, for um, people, for us to feel the way that we feel. Um, so that's all. But it was a really good movie. I expect, I think everybody should go see it. Um, it was a really good movie. I saw it Saturday morning. So since then, I've just been kind of chilling. Um, we still ain't got water in my house, but you know. About to get that fixed on Monday. <laughs> I did it. I do it for a day. I was so upset. Girl, we going on two weeks. I did do it for a day. I was so upset. It's gonna happen, y'all. It's gonna happen. Um, but so that's why we get medieval times and the movies. Um, and other than that, kind of just chilling, going out to eat. You know, regular kind of weekend activities, brunch, things like that. But it was a good weekend overall. So what 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 media do you have for us? So, like, because I've been living under a rock, <laughs> I had to, like, kind of quickly do this on the fly. So, I'm only talking about stuff that just popped out at me. Yeah. So, on the shade room, and I get my media from 
different bossup shave room mm-hmm. entertainment for breakfast you know yeah. e-news mm-hmm. sometimes tmz i get everywhere right. but the shave room recorded posted this video um of two young black women were kind of talking to this um white sephora worker mm-hmm. you know saying that they accused they were accusing her of racially profiling them and saying that just saying that there are better ways to speak mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't follow people around there are better protocols to take um and the girl the caucasian girl in the video said guys like that's just not who i am she was like i just really want you to know like I'm from the hood. Oh! Like, I'm... You know what? Like, I'm from the hood, y'all. And the two girls was like, seriously? Like, don't even... And she just... Once again, you missed it. She's like, I mean, I can't even tell you. I have, like, so many black friends. I really do. You know what? And I wanted to talk about this because just for anyone... Any Caucasian person listening <laughs> to the show... Never the move to do. No. Let me tell you why that's wrong. For you to say, one, I'm from the hood. Trying to say that what? You assume that those two young ladies are from the hood? Assuming that black people are from the hood? Right. That's not how you relate to us. That's not how you should relate to any individual. I don't even say that. To be like, whatever you assume they're from, I mean, I'm from the hood. Because... I'm not from the hood. I'm a black chick that who's not from the hood. Mm-hmm. So someone could say that to me, and I'd say, "Well, I can't relate to that." <laughs> no, so do you know what I mean? Like, mm, can't. <laughs> then the other thing, don't ever, anytime you say, "I mean, I have so many black friends. I have so many Hispanic friends. So many." Don't ever say that. Because that is not a. Mm-hmm. You don't get a a fist pound from us. Oh, you got black friends. Like, right, no. Newsflash, having friends of any race doesn't mean that you identify with any struggles or any right. problems or any issues that we deal with. It just means that, okay, you're accepting a friend of that race. Cool. I, I mean, cause that don't mean that you understand. I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I, I totally, you know, I have Mexican friends. <laughs> that doesn't mean I, I know now know through. the plight of their culture and stuff like that. I just brought this up to say, like, honestly, because she started off like, oh, that was my intention. Truly, that's where it could have just been left. Because if I was her and that really wasn't my intention, I mean, look, guys, I'm sorry if you felt that way. That truly was not my intention. I apologize. And I would have left it at that. But I felt like she was trying to say that to somehow get them to, like, calm down or to be like oh okay and i just think obviously that annoyed them and that would annoy somebody and i just thought it's like we just gotta be more thoughtful not not just her but just all of us like just think really think about stuff you say before you say right so the next story um so aaron carter came out as um i guess bisexual this ain't new but I thought, <laughs> didn't we know that? We and that's why I brought this up. I, I thought that was I thought that was already known. I didn't know this was news because we just he just posted it recently. So I'm like, and a lot of people in the comments like, well, we knew this, duh. Yeah. So I didn't know. I guess even if people think it, maybe he's never said it out loud. And and that's and I think that's awesome. People. He feels comfortable now to do it. Yeah. So kudos to him. So girl, if you didn't know, now you know. But what's the girl's name from Juno? The girl, she's um, lesbian, mm-hmm. and like she announced it when she got an award, and for her that was a big thing. But to me, it was like, 
already thought she was. Like, I didn't think it was a big thing, but I think just saying, saying it themselves, it, announcing it, and that's something they feel they it, need to do. That's and acknowledge a big it. step to right. Them. So I don't diminish um, that. Yeah. I just was like, I thought it was already out. I didn't know he never officially came announce to it, announce yeah. that. Yeah. And then I wonder, will we ever get to a day and time where you don't have to say anything? Because it shouldn't matter. Will it ever get to a point where, like, for example, if he never said nothing, and let's just say a red card him and he had his boyfriend, mm-hmm. do because we have to do we have to confirm that? Do we have to actually, say, well, are you? Right. Can you just take it for what it is? And that's or? something I talked about today. Have you you caught up on Queen Sugar? I don't want to ruin nothing. No, I have not. So, oh, is someone a lesbian? I don't want to ruin it. Oh, with a sister? No. Somebody else? No, I I can't ruin it. Well, tell um, me. We already okay, talking about Okay, so there's it. an episode where it's a police officer and he's transsexual. Oh. And he was just talking about, um, I forgot the, the guy's name that everybody is hot for. Kofi? Kofi, yes. His character and him are just talking because he was digging through the dumpster for his son's doll. You know, the doll mm-hmm. that his son loves. And he was saying that's part of the reason why he lets his son play with the doll is because... He wants his son to feel comfortable being whoever he is. He wants to be right, and the officer at that point is like, "Yeah, that's who you were for me." Because the officer used to be a woman. Mm. Um, he was like, "Yeah, when people used to tease me when we were in school, you was always there for me." Um, and even when Kofi in the show was in jail, he was like, he saw him in jail and thought that he was gonna write him out, and he didn't. He just gave him a head nod. And he was like. He respected him so much at that point because even when he was about to go to jail, he didn't tell people who he was. He was he, he just was like whatever. Right, he respected who he was. And what I found out today was that actor in real life is transsexual. Oh. Um, and so he only started acting when he, once he became a man. And so he never told anybody. Mm. Um, and so that was a small part of the show. That was his kind of coming out moment. And so I was like, that's kind of big. And I think I missed it, honestly, the first time I watched it. Because I told about today. It was three weeks ago that the, sh- the show was on. Um, and he was just talking about how being accepted in that moment was the big part of it. It wasn't him having to announce it to anybody. It was just being accepted, period. What was what was was important to him, and so that's why he, as an actor, kind of never announced it because it was just like he was just feeling so comfortable in being accepted as who he was, and so that's why I'm just like, when we gonna get to the point where it's like people don't gotta announce that they gay, people don't gotta announce that they bi, people don't gotta announce anything. It's just like be you, you know what I mean? I don't know. I think. I don't know. I think it'll always kind of be just cause, like, I feel like society is big on, like, what are you? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. And, like, you know. Yeah, and I think that's where it's just, just these the kind of sexually of fluid thing came from. Because it's like, I don't want to have to announce who I right, am. Right, I just, just want to am and right. whatever it is. Exactly. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> Following up with the Usher, you know, um, came out that he did have herpes, yeah, has herpes and that. You know, people were getting things together. There's some people reaching out to Lisa Bloom. And she says she plans on filing a suit Monday in California. She plans on holding a conference in NYC for one of the filings where one of the women is expected to appear. So right now it's three. It's three people planning to sue. 
But the kicker is one of them is a guy. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. That kind of just threw me for Exactly. <laughs> okay. So it's like, all right. So we'll see where this goes. I definitely think you have to have like some real type of evidence if you think you're going to get something out of this. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Because even if he was sexually, even if he had a sexual relationship with you, if there's no proof, if there's no like, you really need some evidence like timetable wise. Right. To prove that he was the one who gave it to you. Yeah. Um. But all I'm saying is. Yeah. How do you prove that? I guess you have to. Show like text messages. I think you would or... have to show doctor records hmm. and maybe some proof of the time that y'all were together to, to coincide. Like, yeah. I was with Usher At in August. Point, I went I to an appointment yeah. in September and found out he would. Because then it's like, because the thing is, it's like, was he the only person he was with? Because then it had to be, I was with another person, but they don't have it. Like, you have to have some real stuff. So if they're filing a suit, one would think, one would think that they have something. But maybe not. Yeah, but this you is, never know. This is my thing. No, though. no. So, Usher came to an agreement with the one woman that he knew he gave it to. You know, gave her money, whatever. They was quiet about it. So then it's like now that it's public, I guess all these other people are like, oh, so this is who I got it from. I guess maybe if they feel like they never knew. Hmm. That's interesting. Or they could just be trying to get over. Let's keep it funky. And that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is like. So do they think they just like, oh, I can blame it on him or That's is what I'm saying. You have to have like for her who got the money, there was like time stamps. Evidence. Yeah. And so I'm saying if they think they're gonna get something, there has to be some definite time stamps. And if That's not, they just gonna look stupid. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Whew, Usher. I hope your pop well no, he got money. His yeah, I mean, but this is just, just But this is a lot. You know, I think I mean he paid that out eight years ago. So this was so old. Sure so the court documents he was, he was way past you know, and it. not saying that having herpes makes you a bad person because it does no, not. Plenty But there of, is an element of ooh, it yeah, is. But you know Unfortunately, I mean I don't what know. I kinda researched this the Usher Usher thing is that a lot of people have herpes but they just don't have breakouts as often. And so that's how they get away with it. But that's for him too, yeah. you have you have moments where it's like active or something, and right, then when right. it goes like dormant again. Yeah. So like, yep. I'm sure there are a lot of people, and there are people that you could have you could have banged right now who had herpes. You wouldn't necessarily know, exactly. and you may not really have it. Exactly, and so that's what I'm like so, for these know. people that are now coming forward. It's like, was it active at that point? And so it's like my question is. How do you prove that it was active at this point to even pass it on? You know, like, yeah, I don't know. it's so many. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. We'll see where this goes. But I feel like Lisa Bloom is collecting a coin. Like, oh, she is. girl, this is her she, moment. She's like, oh, I'm she's getting taking this full coin. advantage this of it. This is paying for my children's, grandchildren's I mean, Black China, Misha Barton. Now, call, she calls them the victims of Usher. I mean, she's really girl, making making a way for she's herself. She's just trying to get so, this money. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, that's her job. She's an attorney. Yeah, but she's just making a reputation for herself. So, I wanted to bring this up. You know Mark Shirelli? Martin Shirelli. Do you remember? No. He was a guy who, like, bought um, a company... 
He was the one with the EpiPen that made the EpiPen from like oh, affordable yes, to like. Yes, yes, yes. I brought him okay, up because yes, that really impacted a lot of people. He oh, got yeah. charged. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Found weekend. guilty with three out yep. of the eight charges. Yeah. I and so he's this. dealing for up to 20 years per charge. Yes. You think he'll do any time? So. The only reason why I think he will do time is because it's up to 20 years per charge. He got three. That's what I'm saying. He'll so do that's something. 60 years. He ain't going to do 60. Not about to let, but, oh yeah, I know he's not going to do 60, but they're not about to let him go away with two years. they not. I think he's he'll get something. He's going to at least have to do five to ten. Yeah. Because they're <clears throat> they not going to. For three charges of at least 20 each. They can't let him go for less than five years. That's just they would have an uproar. It's not gonna just happen. but the thing is like his access to money. People feel like he could just get off, yeah, and not have to serve any time. Right, it's not gonna happen. He's gonna do five to ten, I believe. That so at minimum, I have to bring that up because I mean he was being shy, Steve. He was. He, he was. is. So moving on to something I just thought was funny. So apparently, like Black China is about to be a rapper now. You know, she said like Nicki Minaj was like her biggest, um, like her mentor, girl. Which <sighs> I'm bringing this up because, first of all, no, yeah, like second of all, I feel like Nicki Minaj is very interesting because I feel like sometimes she's for women empowerment. Right, and sometimes she's not, but I feel like I don't know her, but it's just my my thoughts. Right, maybe she's more mentoring the people she know that ain't gonna do nothing, that yeah. will never be a threat to her. Yes, because the thing is, at the end of the day, is though I think Nicki Minaj's career is taking a nosedive right now. At the end of the day, she's an actual rapper. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so regardless of what career move she's decided to take. Um, she does have some artistry behind that, and she's not gonna just risk that reputa- reputation for anybody. So, no, I don't. <laughs> I, no, I don't. Although I do it. like the "Rake It Up" song, but that's your guy that she's just on. Right, right, right. <laughs> and you know what was funny this week? And I watched a show. It's called um, "Safe Word," and um, I saw it. Isn't that like? Uh... Who show is that? Um, Terrence J. Terrence J. Show. Yeah. I saw, I saw a clip of one episode. Yeah. Um, and so she was actually brought up on the episode because for one round of the show they have to like mention people that would have a problem with your tweeting, and so they mentioned like Tiger and was like, since you left Black China, your music hasn't been good or whatever. Um, and so at first they was like, oh, they thought it was gonna be about Black China and against Black China. But since it was more against Tiger, they was like, okay, cool, let it go. Um, and so that's why I was thinking about Black China this weekend. I was just like, so, I mean, yes, I know she was a dancer. But, like, outside of that, she don't really have a career that I know of anyway. So, um, Black China has her makeup. She has, like, makeup, like, yeah. lip gloss and stuff. She has a clothing line, but I think she typically made a lot of her money and still does from appearances. Yes. Yeah. They make a lot of money. Right. Um, I think she's a part of Kendra's Boutique. That's where I get my hair, by the way. She <laughs> didn't sponsor me. 
because I'm a loyal customer. I know sometimes she promotes it. I think their friends, she could be involved in that maybe. Okay. But she has a few businesses. But I think she does make a lot of her money off of appearances. Okay. Which, I mean, a lot of celebrities like that do. really do. And they, they make come bank. through for less than an hour. And walk away with thousands of dollars. I think I read something where I she wish. gets, for the first hour, she gets $15,000. You got to think. Oh, yeah. I do, one weekend, I could do... Three appearances, maybe two a night. Yeah. And walk away with... Enough for the rest of the month. A couple months. <laughs> I mean, depending on how she living, more than that, I mean, she could do two two appearances Friday and Saturday. She's and make $60,000. Yeah. $60, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and think if she's doing that for two weekends out of the month. Mm-hmm. For a year. Right. That's Plus her other stuff. She had more than a hundred a month. She, she you know, really I ain't mad at her hustle. I'm really <laughs> Right. Mad. And so that's why I'm just like, her rapping thing. But I just thought, like, girl, girl, ain't gonna wait. the rapping thing not going to add to yeah. your money. Just let it go. Just, yeah, yeah, let, let it, let it chill. I just, I'm bringing that up to say, girl, do your appearances, open your businesses. She has an eyelash salon or something. I yeah. do remember that. Do well, girl. <laughs> I still make your money. Stay in your lane, though. You know, just don't do that. <laughs> My last one is um, so you know earlier this year, Blackish was doing a spinoff. Yeah, and they're actually um, with the daughter, the oldest. Yes, daughter. it's going to be on Freeform. Yes, and it's titled. It was titled Collegeish. Oh, but now it's going to be called Grownish. Okay, yeah, that's all about that. I thought it was Grownish. Okay, so um, basically that I feel like I feel like that basically they described it at this point between like. You're a dog, but you kind of don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You're trying to figure it out, which I feel like that's clearly... I feel like that's what we're all going through right now. Yes. So I feel like 20. the right writers and staff, I think it could be a super... A really good show, really yeah. realistic. I think it could even be uh, insecure for a slightly a younger, younger crowd. Age. Yeah, because like... I think Not as inappropriate because on Freeform, but... Yeah. You know... One of the episodes towards the end of the season, it was like her in college and... She was like, oh, I could take it from here. And, like, you know how usually um, Anthony, he does the kind of aside comments. She was doing it. And so it was like, I think at that moment it was clear that, like, she was about to. Yeah, it was setting the scene for something. So I feel like, to me, if they do it well, they could make this very, I feel like an insecure of college students. That's what I feel like it could kind of be. Yeah. Just a very relatable. So I hope it does well. I'll definitely watch. So. That's that. Yes. We're going to talk about our shows now. I was about to say, speaking of Insecure. So, episode two came out. This was a slower paced episode. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what got on my nerves. Okay. Tasha. <laughs> I, like I said, in the first, last time we talked about it, I was like, I feel bad for her because she's being played. But now it's like, you brought it on yourself. Mm-hmm. You had an out. Mm-hmm. He told you he banged his ex. Mm-hmm. You told him to leave. I was reading for you. I'm like, yeah, she's not taking his crap. She's like, no, I deserve better. He comes back to apologize. She starts off with sass, but is kind of melted. And it happens. I've been there. You start off mad, and then somehow it just don't go the way you planned. And this is the thing. <laughs> and so, I, yeah. The whole time, I've tried to be on her side. I've tried to be like, Yo, she's innocent. She really is. Nah. No. No, I don't, I can't say she's innocent anymore because like, just looking back at season one, 
She okay, was the first, pushing it. Yeah, I was about she to say. She was very flirty. She was pushing it already because he she flirted with him, which was innocent. But did he and know he, he had? Did she yes, know? That's what I'm okay. Saying. She commu- he communicated. Oh, I have a girlfriend. Blah blah. She was like, okay, you know, do your thing. And so at that point, I was like, okay, be cool. Then after that, again, he had to like continuously remind her, no, but seriously, I have a girl. And he she was like, oh yeah, you you right, you right. So that was all in the first season. True. This second season, it's like now she he brought up his ex. Again, it's like, girl. That's why I was like, I start to feel like, well, now you brought it on yourself. Whatever happens now. And the previous kind of show him at that family cookout. And so my thing is, girl, you really set yourself up. Don't let you think him coming to have free food he, means he's rolling with you. He not you not next, girl. Like my like thing it, is, it, no matter what. Okay, y'all even, not gonna end up together. Because my thing is, I want him back with Issa. Point blank. Period. I do. But the thing is, if it's not Issa, it won't be. You. It's not. It's not gonna be you, like Tasha. you just the in between person. Really, you're the rebound. He's a, she's a rebound. But I think even him just smashing her on the weekends. He just took her on a date only because his friend said something to him. It's they been, never really talked about what they were in the first place in right. the beginning. Like, are we just smashing? Are it's we been dating? three months of y'all just smashing on the weekends. Y'all never went out on a date. The F you thought you was, girl. And why is that okay? My whole thought was like, don't well, you think you deserve better than that? I don't think it's anything wrong with her thinking that's okay, but I don't think it's right for her to think that this is the start of a relationship. But but that's why I'm saying, why yeah. do you think that's okay in the yeah. sense of that? Because like, if you want to bang him, that's not what I meant. I right. meant, why do you think this yeah. somehow then equates you bring up to like... Your friend, the reunion. Girl, we just been smashing for Why would you ever think he would come? <laughs> Why would you want him to? Girl. Because my whole thing is, I would never want to have a guy around my family where I don't even know what it is. Because with my family, they're going to ask, who is that? What are y'all? That's why I'm like, I need <clears throat> and us so to be I would need us to 100% be on one solid- solid- Solidified. Okay. <laughs> on the same page, yes. same line, same mm-hmm. word yes. in the book. Yes. Before I bring around my family, because they're going to ask, well, what is that? Who are you? What is, mm-hmm. you know, what is that? Right. Who, who is that? Right. And so... I'm curious to see tonight's episode once again. You know, we record on Sunday night. Yes. So How's it going to work out? Is it going to be, oh, we're dating. Oh, so, like, so what do you think about Issa, though? Because I think that, I think it's finally good that she's coming forward and saying, like, all right, yo, I wasn't actually good. I wanted him back. I was just fronting like I was good. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, she threw that whole party just to get him to come over. He ain't even come over till after, you know. All I know that. trying to trying to have this thing of like I'm living life. I'm great since she left me. She's not right, but I also feel like you kind of think she's like forget it. I'm hoeing. She's still not really no. feeling. No. no, now it's just becoming. I'm hoeing. Yeah, so, and so I it's don't like, know. For her, I don't have any problem with hoeing. Y'all know that, but. <laughs> My thing is, I need her to get over her feelings before she does that. Because I don't think it's ever okay to just sleep with people to get over somebody. They say that's what people say. Mm, I don't agree with that. I mean, I, I think that you need to get over somebody and then go do you. Because I feel like if you're sleeping with people to get over somebody, I don't think that's a, the best way to get over somebody. It takes a long time to get over people sometimes. Yeah. And for them, five years and living together, she could be out of the game for a while. She truly was just yeah, but like on her, her previews, she like teach me how to hoe. 
Like, girl, you ain't even fully got over him yet. Last week, you was just because trying to get it him. it takes a long time. So that's what I'm saying. Get over him. But no one, but I'm saying, it takes sometimes, uh, it takes a long time. And if you're truly waiting till you owe the person, when you live with them, them for five years, mm-hmm. sometimes people want to date. Why they're still going through the paces. Mm-hmm. They really do do that. But, well, my perception... I'm saying it's the healthiest. I'm just saying... My perception of her saying, teach me how to hoe, is not saying, I want to date while I'm dealing with it. It's her saying, I want to F while I'm dealing with it. Okay. <laughs> and so, so what's, the, what, what's the difference between To dating? me, the difference is, to date while you're getting over is, alright, yo, I understand I'm not over this person, but I want to get to know new people because they may potentially be... Who I want to be with. Effing mm. is just like, yo, I'm just effing my feelings away. I'm just going I'm at it. I'm surprised because you always be like, you know. Yeah. And that's I'm not going to say supporting the hoes. That's why I, I said don't I don't that. see a problem with her but, smashing whoever she wants. So why can't but, she smash who she want right now? Because I don't think, I don't think she's doing it because she wants to. Mm. I, I think she's doing it because she found out that Lawrence was smashing somebody else. And so she's like, oh, this is what I need to do to get over him. And it's like, no, you need to get over him in whatever way works for you. And then go smash whoever you want to smash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I think that right now she's only doing it because she found out who he's smashing. She done went up to her job. She done Which seen so her totally Instagram. I would do. She done seen her Facebook. I would pull up. That's the only reason why she want to smash whoever. Because she know who he's smashing now. And because my thing is. Before this point. She was going to autumn dates. And they was dry. Blah blah. That was her trying to date to move on. Now she's just like. Yo he smashed somebody else. I gotta smash somebody else. I'm like. No, you don't have to do what they doing just to get over it. Do whatever works for you. And then smash whoever you want to smash. <laughs> Maybe she thinks this could work for her. We going to see. I don't, I don't think, think it will, work. but... <laughs> anyway, moving on. Power. Power. Really dis... I felt Spoiler like we some in case great... you haven't seen it. Pause and fast forward. We have some but... great movement on the episode. Yes. Um, I'm going to start off. There's so many things. Mm-hmm. So we started with like... Tyreek, because he's annoying. So I'm this child. He's still damn annoying. I thought after this Canaan thing, he would like chill out and I would finally be done. He still needs to be sent to boot camp because now he's questioning everybody. Mm-hmm. and He's like, I can't trust nobody. Push the sister you or whatever. And I want the sister to buck up. She's like, she tried to, but she's still not doing it. No. Like she's still being a punk. Mm-hmm. Buck up don't let him talk to you be doing all that stuff y'all are equals mm-hmm. y'all are twins same age and size don't be no <laughs> i'd be bucking up right okay so what do you think about tasha with the lawyer i mean i saw that coming yeah i think everybody saw that coming. um you know do two wrongs make a right no, no. however i can't lie i'm not upset at tasha Me i'm either. really not she's been through a lot Girl, she had to stand by some. him through all of that. Get you some, girl. Do this interview. Still have to be married to him. Like, you know what? Go and get that taken care of. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just... But I do think... um, Because, you know, after the Power episode, they have, like, the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. She brought up something really... Like, I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that. That she's doing the same thing Ghost did. Yes. And I was like, oh, she is. Because my what? thought is... When what's his face? Cause he thinks Ghost is trash, mm-hmm. but I'm like, when he really find out that she trash too, 
wanted him to stay in the trash now mm-hmm. that I think about it. Yeah. How that would change his views of her. Right. And the my- same way it changed Angela with ghosts. But even when Angela first found out, she didn't leave right away because she, it was like, it was too late. She was already in love with him. And so she tried to say, until uh, her ex got killed. That's when she was like, all right, F this. I'm going in for the kill. But initially, she was around the state. And so I feel like somewhat that's how he's going to be. Um, I'm not 100% sure. But at this point, I'm kind of happy um, for... What's his name? Uh, Silver. That's his name. Silver. I'm kind of happy that Silver and Tasha are like... Like, I'm not mad at it. I know that sounds awful to say that. Yeah. But I'm not upset at her getting her groove on. Because my thing is like... I don't After think, all that... I think I think Ghost is trying to mend things with Tasha. But I think Tasha, I think it's too little for, too late for I kind of don't. You don't think? I think... I believe that this could possibly become... A small love triangle in the sense I say this because do I think she likes silver wants silver I do but I think there's something still there she did not do all this for her children she did not do Mm -hmm. all of this for her children Mm -hmm. I really do and I think if he becomes more consistent in action and stuff like that, I think he could wear on her a little bit. Not enough to make her stop seeing Silver, mm-hmm. but I think that could make her feel a little conflicted. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Because, okay. like, when he gave her the ring and he kissed her, it's mm-hmm. like, she kind of did it, but it was like... Because she knows she has to stay married to him, but yeah. it felt like there was something more than, I have to play this game. That's because, why I feel I like mean, there's something... I mean, because she probably still loves it. She, he yeah. really hurt her. Let's keep it funky. Yeah. He hurt her. Yeah. I mean, the cheating, all of this. I mean, it was a lot. I at mean, the end of the day, his behavior was atrocious. Does Tasha want to be with Ghost? Yes. But I think right now, she's at the point where she's like, I'm tired of Ghost. He got to do his thing. He was effing cuddled up with the girl all night, with Angela mm-hmm. every night. Introduced our kids to mm-hmm. Angela. So I think at this point, she she's like, I'm about to have some fun with Silver real quick. But I, like I said, I'm not even mad at it. I, I clown Angela mm-hmm. and Ghost. I, 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 and, and this sounds awful. I'm not clowning Tasha or Silver. <laughs> that was a great scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, doing it had the light on them and it was all golden and brown. Yeah. I said, that's all right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm terrible because I'm not even saying it's wrong. Yeah. It is, but it's like, let her go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but uh, one thing I did learn about the show is that they all had to sign nudity clauses. Oh, yeah, I knew that. So it's like all of them. At one point in time, any of them could be naked. Yeah, yeah. So then we also found out that it comes out that he is Tommy's dad. We yes. all knew that. We- We've been saying But it was confirmed. Yeah. Clearly, Tommy wasn't feeling until he started stating facts about his mother. Mm-hmm. So, I'm interested because I feel like he's going to talk to his mom. I feel mm-hmm. like he's going to be intrigued to figure out this he's whole daddy thing. You know what I mean? I see something there. Mm-hmm. Still trying to figure out Kanan. What is he doing? And now, Dre. What is he trying to do? Got Julio Dre, killed. He's still he, trying to play defense, yo. He is. I'm just trying to figure out what is his end game in this. Because, like, the thing is, you better keep. You better be really cool, cause if Tommy finds out that you was behind that Julio, cause I think they're about to let Kanan back in, and so then Dre is gonna be like, "Well, uh, I can't 
let them know that I knew Kanan was alive. Like, I think it's so many different lies he's balancing right now. So that's something I'm trying to figure out his end goal. But I'm really happy that they're about to get Mike. Yeah. I'm so happy because the way it was going, I'm like, don't you dare pin us on that black man. He did not do it. (laughs) Yeah. And so my concern is because you see, he's about to shoot the man. Yeah. I'm hoping, and with the previews of next week, I think they'll get it close to wrap it around Mike. Yeah. But my concern is they won't actually catch him. And then he'll be, like, on the run or something. Yeah. Or he'll, like, kill somebody else. Like, I want to get he's this. But I want, because then, because I think that he's going to be caught. I think this is going to have to end because, and it'll be done in a sense, because then you have Tommy talking to, like, those people mm-hmm. about like the Lobos thing, he didn't really die. Like she kind of looks shocked by that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's more to, like this is developing to be something bigger than Greg Knox being killed. Right, right. So I'm just wanting to see where that goes. Yeah. But I mean, Tasha got her groove on. I was happy. Tariq <laughs> is still annoying. Yes. Um, and I still do wonder about Angela and Ghost. I really do. In my mind, it's still not done. Something else I think they had to have happen. a final conversation at right. the very minimum right. um, about everything. I do too. So, we'll see if that happens and if it does happen, how that goes. They better. Angela, don't you dare. I don't care what the man says to you. Don't you dare. Mm. And that's kind of where I'm going to leave it. Right. So, we have a question for the week that we didn't post, but we're going to ask each other our question for the week. So, and it kind of leads into our topic this week as well. So, my question is, would you ever use lube if necessary, Shanae? I mean, if I wanted to. If you wanted to? Yeah. If I wanted to try, I've never used lube if I wanted to try it, I would. I don't think nothing's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So but, what would be a, a position? Of, well, not a position. That was the wrong yeah. word. What would be a condition? Like, wh- why would you want to try it? Just to have fun? Just It would to- have to be to just try it. I mean, there's many... I guess people use lube for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you medically need it. Yes. Which... Okay, and I think sometimes if you just want to try something new, they have all those different oils and some, like, make you feel warm, some, you know, different scents. Mm -hmm. So, it's just more of a, if you want to try it, if I want to try it, I'll try it. If I don't, I don't. Okay. Whatever else you're alluding to, (laughs) you can just get it, because I already know where you're going. No. So, we'll just leave it there. (laughs) So, would I use lube? Yes. I actually have used lube before, and I would use lube if necessary um, for the situation. I would use lube. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even think anything about it. But my question is like, do I have to buy? It? Do they have to buy? It? Like, I don't know how that works. If you want to use it, yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess I. If I was like, oh, I need to use it. I guess I would. If you want to try it, you say, hey, I want to use it. Yeah, you buy it. Yeah, I don't know. But or vice versa. Yeah, I think if brought to the table, I'd be like, okay, let's do it. But I don't think I would go out of my way to buy it. I'm not. Sh- I don't think I would. Do I mean, it. I think of lube like any other sex toy or sex enhancement. Mm-hmm. Someone has to buy it. Someone has to introduce it into the bedroom. It is what it is. I don't think you. I don't feel like you should feel no type of way about it. Whatever two consenting adults do, 
in their bedroom or car, wherever they are. <laughs> it's their business, right. frankly. Right. Okay. So. That makes sense. So that kind of feed into our topic for the day. Um, and today we will be speaking about lube with our special and now guest. now we have our guest, Kaylin Easton. Um, the creator of Cure Vare Oil. And she's going to talk to us about what she uses it for, everything that it's useful for, and the results that she's had from it. So, hi, hi, Kaylin. So, you are the founder and creator of Kivari Oil. And so, for those who don't know, what is that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me on. To start out, Kiyavari is a lube and personal moisturizer. So if I look at what the word means, Kiyavari is an old Italian word that means to have sex or to unlock with a key. And that's exactly what Kiyavari is all about. We're really wanting to empower women to take control of their sexual health and make it not X-rated, but actually about health. So Kiyavari can be used as a lube for sex, even if you don't need lube, it's a great way to spice up the bedroom. But a lot of women find that they enjoy the feeling of lube and Kiyavari uses seven or sorry, six all natural ingredients that are vegan, edible and hyperallergenic. So you can use it every time you have sex or for women going through menopause, dealing with endometriosis, who suffer from vaginal dryness, pain, discomfort, itching, burning, anything like that. Basically, (laughs) one of those issues that women will face at some point or another in their life, Kiyavari is great as a personal moisturizer and can be used daily as well. Okay. Okay. Cool. So what made you come up with the creation of this product? Yeah, that's a great question. So I've suffered from severe stage four endometriosis my entire life. And that has provided and produced a lot of issues, not even related just to sexual health, but in general for my female parts. And, I listened to my mom and her girlfriends going through menopause and they're talking about all the changes that their bodies are going through in terms of sexual health and how they're feeling on a daily basis. And then I started listening to my girlfriends getting married, having babies and sex and experiences with their husbands and partners changed dramatically. And I've always been interested in all natural holistic products that provide benefits. I've always been interested in sexual health and female empowerment. So I thought, okay, well, there's something here we can do with this. There's a product that I can make that will be awesome for men and women during sex, but also provide holistic benefits every time you use it. And I just kind of thought, let's make a lube and let's have some fun with sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, the indio metriosis. I said it right earlier. What, <laughs> yep. what, what is that? Because before um, setting up this interview and I did my own research, I had never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. So for those who haven't heard of it, what is that? What are some of the symptoms? Yeah, absolutely. So endometriosis is a disease that affects a lot more women than um, you probably even know that they have it. It's actually when your endometrium cells grow outside of your uterus and they create kind of in a way I'm going to just break it really simply. You know, as a woman, we have periods every month and that's when our uterus sheds the lining, right? Right. So of endometriosis, you have all these endometrium cells growing outside of your uterus. So I have it on my kidneys, my stomach, my intestines, all over my um, abdominal walls. So every time I have a period, those endometrium cells also have periods. So you have heavy bleeding, painful periods, horrible cramps. You can have pain during sex, pain after sex, 
um, ovarian cysts, a lot of scarring. And so for my body, it's created a lot of scar tissue around my fallopian tubes, my ovaries, my uterus. Um, I've had two surgeries. They're concerned about my fertility abilities. Um, and it can just create a lot of issues, whether or not you're just having painful periods, have heavy bleeding, pain during intercourse. Um, but the thing about endometriosis that is so tough is that it's not life-threatening, but it can be an incredibly debilitating disease. You could be in pain for weeks out of every month, mm. unable to function normally. You know, think about a normal period and then times it by a thousand. Oh, That's God, endometriosis. Oh. And, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I know. It's like, geez. But you think about it. There's a lot of women who are struggling every month with horrible periods and they don't even know they have endometriosis Mm. because it's a tricky disease that cannot even be diagnosed or discovered without surgery. doesn't come up on ultrasounds or x-ray or anything like that. And so it's one of those things that creates a lot of havoc in women's lives. um, And it's there, but not everybody realizes they're suffering from it. And that was where I was going to lead into kind of like, how do you... Just like, how, how do you, do you know, know you have it? it? Yeah. How did you confirm? Was it so painful that you just went to the doctor and they said, well, we have to cut you open and figure it yeah. out? Because sometimes, <laughs> you know, they do do exploratory surgeries when yeah. they can't yeah. figure it out. Yeah. I guess just for the listeners, I'm trying to figure out how would they know that, you know, this is actually beyond just severe period symptoms and there could be something potentially really wrong. wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the first thing is listening to your body. I think that's kind of the, the first thing. If your gut or your body's telling you something's wrong, you know, 90% of the time something's wrong, right? And that's not just for endometriosis. That's for all diseases and all sickness that we kind of experience with our bodies throughout life. But endometriosis is tough because you could have a lot of endometriosis and not have many symptoms. Mm. Or you could have very little of the disease but yet have a lot of pain. So the amount of the disease is really not correlated with how you feel every month. But what I do say that seems to be very common, women have incredible, incredible bleeding, lots of cramps. I mean, you know, on the floor, hurts, in the shower. I mean, crying cramps, um, bleeding that it just doesn't seem normal for the amount of blood coming out of your body. Um, and, and lots of bloating, pain, discomfort, back pain, you know, a lot of pain during sex. Any type of discomfort that seems, yeah, this isn't normal is probably something to talk to your doctor about. Um, my gynecologist, he, he was amazing. And he always said to me that, you know, you don't need to be in pain. A period, periods are crazy. The female body is, you know, not regular in general in terms of hormones and body and and fluctuations every month, right? Us ladies, we're all over the place with how we're feeling and hormones, right? You're just like, holy crap, how do I keep up with this? Um, but periods are not supposed to be traumatic. So if you are dealing with traumatic periods every month, talk to your doctor, maybe start discovering um, and learning more about the disease and ways that you, maybe you could start treating it holistically before surgery. No, okay. okay. Uh, moving on. So back to the Kavari oil. Kiavari. Kiavari. Yeah. Jeez. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm going to get okay. it right Just by think, the end of the show. Key. It's the key to your sexual health. Oh, I, I like that. that. So that helped me remember key to your sexual yeah. health. How did you, I guess, how did you find the ingredients like yeah. what was your testing mm-hmm. process testing process to find the right formula? Yes. Yeah, that's great. So I am a firm believer in all natural vegan ingredients. So Amen. the top thing for me was sourcing the highest quality ingredients first because mm-hmm. I would never pre- create a product that 
that wasn't good, that wasn't top quality, that didn't have good ingredients. And then I did a lot of research. What are the top ingredients for vaginal health, for skin care, and for holistic sexual health? Mm-hmm. And I talked to, uh, talked to some um, naturopathic doctors and just did a lot of consultations with people, did a lot of reading, a lot of research. And I came up, in my opinion, with the six best ingredients that provide holistic healing, sexual health benefits, and skincare benefits as a whole, because your vagina is still skin. It's still a part of your body. And as you go through life, it fluctuates, whether it might have thinning vaginal walls or dryness or a little bit of pain, itching, discomfort. So I thought, well, what are the six best ingredients for skin and then female sexual health? And then I put that in a bottle and then I started playing with it and testing. Um, And really, it's been a lot of the customer feedback uh, that has been so beneficial. I mean, women love it, whether or not they're in menopause, endometriosis, using it for sex, just hearing their feedback on a daily, weekly basis um, has really helped me perfect it. And and the six ingredients that we're using, I think, are top-notch at this point. Okay. So what are some of the benefits that women have told you that they've gotten from this particular oil? Yeah, that's a great question. So in general, it has a smooth, natural feel. That's something that I hear over and over again from women. It has a smooth, natural feel. It supplements their lubrication. So it's making sex better. Even if they don't need lube, it's something that they are enjoying with their partners is a mutual experience. And that's so important for sex. It should never be for one or the other person. It should be something that both people are sharing together. They're loving that it's all natural. I mean, you can eat it. It is edible. It is hypoallergenic. If you want to put it in your hair as a frizz fighting um, serum, if you want to put it on your face, you can because it's just six pure oils. And they're loving that every time they use it, their skin feels good because those oils are specifically chosen to maintain moisture, to you know rebuild the skin and hydrate it, to nourish it, to add nutrients back into it, to help with inflammation. Um, there's a woman who's using it right now for endometriosis, and she said she's always had you know painful sex, and that her and her partner are trying to conceive a baby, and this has really helped her because it just has given her her confidence back mm-hmm. in terms of having a good time during sex again. Um, and then a lot of women are using it during menopause. I have a, an MD who's been using it every day after she showers, and she says it is hydrating her perennial area better than anything she's used before. Um, and she's, you know, a doctor. I mean, she's a physician, and she loves it. Yeah. Okay, so, like, I've never used lube. So yeah, me either. This question, I don't know <laughs> if this is a dumb question, but, like... No dumb questions. So, like... Literally, would it do you spray it on the hoot nanny? Yeah, like that's why I said this could be a dumb question, but I've never used it. So, Kiavari comes, it's a UV protected black glass bottle, and so you would love it because you're never used lube before, and most likely it's going to take you a while to get through this bottle. Well, I chose this UV protected glass because no matter how long it takes you to use it, those six ingredients are going to stay pure and potent no matter how long you have it. And then it comes in this little pump bottle. So you just pump it onto your hands and you can place it onto your partner or you can place it on yourself using your hands. So you have a few pumps, a few squirts into your hands and place it where you want to use it for sex. And you're just, you're going to love it right away. Okay. So we're going to switch it up and be a little more naughty. Yeah. And, 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 and just, and maybe not yet. This question might make too naughty, but my thought is like, how do you introduce? What do you think is the best way to even like introduce bring this to, to this yeah. to the bedroom? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and once again, it's scary. it's scary to introduce stuff, right? You right. feel like you're 
yourself out there and is it going to be well received? Right. And I think lube in general is such a great start. If you've never introduced lube or toys or kind of a different aspect into your sexual um, experiences, lube is a great place to start. Kiyavari is a great place to start because it's healthy and all natural. So you know that you're keeping each other holistic and benefiting from that every time. You know, you don't know what chemicals, you don't want to put chemicals and crap on your junk, right? So Absolutely. we want to keep off junk. Um, but to introduce it, I think the ways to have confidence and to be fun and flirty and say, Hey, I love being with you. Can we try this? Would you, would you be interested in trying this sometime? Just one or two squirts. Let's just see how we feel and see if we enjoy it and make it a fun, confident experience because there's nothing sexier than a confident woman who takes charge. So just have fun with it. Be flirty. Just introduce it. Put a, put a couple squirts in your hand and just put it on your man without even asking. Ooh, What's he going right. to say no? Take control. What's he going to do? Say no? What man has ever turned down a woman who takes control? I don't know that one man. True. Right? Right? Yeah, but I think true. as women, we have an obligation to ourselves to be confident and to know how beautiful you are as a woman and to know how sexy and sensual you are. And so just be confident, introduce it. Hey, let's try this. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Baby, you don't need this, but I think it's going to add a lot of spice. You know, however you want to word it, I think you just do it. And then every guy, every guy's going to love it. I mean, the guys that I know that are using it, that are buying it for their wives and their girlfriends, they just keep saying that, I love it. It's, it's such man speak, quote unquote. It's legit. It's legit. <laughs> so that was going to be my next question because I was wondering, like, I know it benefits women, but my question was, how does it benefit men as in the area of, you know, their sexual pleasure, regardless mm-hmm. of, you know, where they're entering? How does it please them? Basically, can you use this for other areas? For oh, yeah. other areas as well. Yeah. You can use it for any area or any skin area that you okay. want. That's why I chose these six all natural edible hypoallergenic ingredients because it's benefiting every skin. I mean, put it on your arm or put it on your hands if it's feeling dry. It's the same thing, say, for a penis, right? Oh. Their skin is very sensitive as well. It's very gentle, very sacred skin to them, right? What guy doesn't, like, protect their penis like it's, you know, the yeah. end of so with it, with that almond oil, with that sunflower seed oil, with that grapeseed oil, it is hydrating. It's going to make it softer. It's going to nourish that skin. So they're getting skin benefits as well. Now I do, I will say it is made by a woman for women. I want women empowerment at this point mm-hmm. because I think that we deserve even more benefits from sex <laughs> than a guy. Uh, but it's hey, still, it's, I feel you, <laughs> right? Right? I mean, believe me, they're doing just fine. So well, uh, absolutely, just because typically. You know, men orgasm more than women right. on a regular mm-hmm. basis anyway. So I'm totally for us getting ours, <laughs> basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, and as we should be. We should we should always be trying to get ours no matter what. <laughs> exactly. Uh, don't let him talk you out of anything different is what I'm saying. How about uh, it? But no, but absolutely. Both people are benefiting. And, and this is a quote actually from a man who, a man and a woman, they tried it. And this was what he said. He said, I'd say we've tried, seriously tried just about everything. And every lube seemed to have a sticky, icky factor. With Kiyavari, it wasn't the case whatsoever. We love it and it outperforms all other options on the market. And that's a guy saying that, right? He ordered it, he tried it, he wanted to experience it and he loved how it feels. Because it does feel so natural and velvety smooth. It doesn't, you don't really feel like you're adding anything. It's just you're enhancing what's already there. Nice. So, mm-hmm. 
dealing with a tad personal, mm-hmm. dealing with your own relationships. The um, did you bring up that you had in endometriosis and endometriosis? Yes. Did you yeah. bring that up like early? I'm not not saying this is something that would heavily impact your partner, but it does though. It absolutely but it does, does. Just dealing with maybe the pain that you have had to yeah. go through, or oh, even yeah. sexually being intimate with a partner. Mm-hmm. How did you? Mm-hmm you know, had those conversations and from your experience, have your relationships been, have your partners been supportive of that? Mm -hmm. I think in general, and this is my personal belief, I think men have just as much responsibility when it comes to female sexual health and well-being. If they are in the relationship, they need to talk about it. They need to be willing to hear about it and they need to be willing to be supportive of it. And this goes out to all the women right now. If you are with a partner that is not supporting you in any aspect of your well-being, consider rethinking that relationship because men, mm -hmm, because men have a responsibility. If they want to date you, they need to date all of you. Mm, They need to love all of you. And so- Mm-hmm. And I advocate that so much because you hear men who say, well, birth control is not, not my responsibility. You know, dealing with your period is not my responsibility. Yeah. Seven days. Are you kidding me? A woman brought you into the world and she can take you out of it. You are just as much a part of this. And if you cannot be a part of it, then you should not benefit from sex, from that relationship. Right? We want mature men, not boys. So that is my little soapbox there for all the men listening right now and for all the women. <laughs> I am so serious about it. I mean, I think it comes from me having endometriosis, having horrible periods, pain, lots of bleeding. You know, when I'm on my period for that for a lot of days, I, I can't even really have sex, right? It's just right. too much. It's painful. I'm in I am in pain. My body hurts. And if I dated a man who couldn't deal with that, that would not work for me because that is a part of me. And so early on, um, I always, I've never been afraid to talk about sexual health because to me, it is just part of health. It is a part of our bodies. It a part, it's, it's just, it's no different than having a cold or, Hey, you know, actually I'm allergic to, to peanuts, right? It's just another aspect of health. Yeah. So I always was very open and I talk about it, not in a, in an immature way and not in a, um, negative way, just kind of matter of factly. Hey, I have this disease. This is what it does. You know, I'd really appreciate some support. This is what I need from you. Women are so afraid to ask men for what they need. And we just have to talk to them more. I advocate constant communication with one another. So I said, Hey, this is what I need. This is how I'm feeling. And I was very lucky that the men I dated, um, were always tender and supportive and understanding and would sit with me on the couch or help me with the heating pad or, you know, would go buy tampons. Um, and, and I don't think it would have worked otherwise because how can, how can I date you if you're not supportive of something that impacts my life in such an extreme way? Um, But I think in general for women just about their own sexual health, never be afraid to talk about it and never be afraid to question a man's negative response because, hey, it's it's a part of our lives as women. It just is. Yeah. So I had a question about the vegan part of it. So um, I've been vegan at different parts of my life, been vegetarian. So why was it important to you to make the ingredients vegan? Mm -hmm. To me, vegan is more pure. It's all natural. It's healthy. I mean, it's coming from earth, right? There's, there's something beautiful about that. And kudos to you for being vegan and vegetarian. Cause (laughs) that's awesome. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that all the ingredients could work for all women. This is for 
be every woman. This is not just for a certain sect of people. This is for everybody. I wanted to make sure everybody could use it and everybody could benefit from it. Mm -hmm. And so vegan to me is natural. It's pure. It's earth. And there's great power in that. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to make sure that that was always in my mind and in the product. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That inclusion part of it. Absolutely, yeah. So when you started this business or you had the idea... Did anyone be like, lube, really? You know what I mean? Like, did anyone look at oh, you? Oh, absolutely. Or was it more of like, oh, okay. You know? Are you, are you kidding me? This is lube we're talking about. <laughs> uh, and I come, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, and it's a very traditional place, very traditional state. Um, and I was lucky to grow up in a household where my mom talked to my brother and I about sex and sexual health just very normally and as if it were another part of the body and another experience. But that is not how everybody feels about it. That is certainly not how people view sexual health. So when I started talking about lube and personal care and sexual health, people were like, oh yeah, Kaylin, that's that's totally you. I mean, you're totally okay with that. Uh, But I'm not sure I am. And people have definitely been judgy and questioned it. I think then once they realize how classy and discreet and how it's about the health and the sexual health of women, then they start thinking, actually, yeah, yeah, this is pretty important. Uh, Yeah, because I'm kind of dealing with this. Because at the end of the day, we're all having sex, right? Yeah. Like at the end of the, whether whether you're too young to have sex yet, whether you're currently having sex, or or whether you're too old but you used to do it, we're all having <laughs> sex, right? That's and so, true. And it does. And it's something that we all share as humans. So let's make sure it's the best experience possible. But yeah, people were super judgy. Even my dad at one point was like, "Are you sure you're not, you know, getting a little too edgy?" This is word <laughs> edgy. <laughs> like, thinking, oh, dad, there's a lot more vagina talk coming. <laughs> Okay, so what would be, first of all, let's just get to the good stuff. Where can people buy your product? You can go to kiavarioil.com. So that's C-H-I-A-V-A-R-E oil.com. And we have a three and a half ounce and a little mini bottle if you just want to sample it. And then you also can find it on Amazon. And there's just nothing better than Amazon Prime. So, yep, I wanted to make sure that it was on there. Um, and then there's a few um, just local doctor's offices and some sex therapy offices and a few places that are carrying it. But in general, I think that online, whether it's kiavarioil.com or Amazon, would be the best place for the majority of people. And I think I think it's cool that you're like, one, it is easily available, but the fact that you have it in a few doctor's offices mm-hmm. and sex therapies, once again, just sending this message of that it's not just like, you know, it's, it's fun to use with sex, but it's... Just as once again, that idea of sexual health and how important it is to talk about it and how you shouldn't feel ashamed of talking about, you know, sex, sexual health or even in relationships, Mm -hmm. what you like, what you don't like issues that are going on with your body. I think that's awesome because like you said before, I don't think people talk about it enough. Mm -hmm. I've had friends and stuff like that who want to say something to their partner Mm -hmm. and they don't. They don't know what to say. They feel mm-hmm. awkward. And I think mm-hmm. there's also sometimes that level of kind of like shame a yeah. little bit. Sure. Where yeah. you feel like is something wrong with me, mm-hmm. you know, right. putting myself out there, being vulnerable. So once again, 
I think it's cool that your product is kind of addressing that and taking away the shame and having that woman empowerment element to be like, this is your body, love your body for good, bad, whatever is going through, represent for yourself and Mm -hmm. take care of yourself. And even going back to what you said, finding a partner who supports that is a big deal because I think sometimes, Mm -hmm. I mean... You want to be in a relationship, you know, you love mm-hmm. love and sometimes yeah. <laughs> it leads you down a path or like you're dealing with someone that you just don't need to be dealing with, frankly. Right. So. right. No. And it's so, well, thank you. I'm so glad that you both feel that and see that and understand how important it is. And that is exactly what Kiavari is all about. It's empowering women to be their best selves and to trust that they know what that looks like for each for each of themselves, right? Like, you know, if this man is, is good for you, you know, if your body is feeling good or bad. And it's just having the confidence and saying, okay, like, this is it. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to put myself out there. And I'm going to take care of me first, because I matter a whole heck of a lot. And that's what it's all about. It's about women. It's about sexual health. Um, and it's just making sure that we're keeping that as a priority. Because as women, our bodies change so much throughout life. Yeah. We have so many changes, so many different feelings and fluctuations and just even little things. And I love that you brought up shame and how you feel shameful talking about it or saying I need this or I need that. And that is something that, you know, even with lube, women think, well, I, I should just be getting wet enough naturally, right? Yes, that keep- was literally my thought. <laughs> that was it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I should I don't I shouldn't have to need lube. I mean, I guess I guess I'm not sexy enough. I'm not sensual enough. Mm. And that could not be farther from the truth because research, true research has shown us there is no correlation between how wet a woman is and her arousal. There's no correlation. I'm really glad you brought that up because yes. I would say guys sometimes <laughs> and uh-huh. women really hold that like it's some level of standard uh-huh. in mm-hmm. sex like yeah. they think that like if I'm attracted to you, then I should be like gushing. Yeah, right. I don't know, yeah. and that just lets you know sometimes the ignorance of how they think. Like literally, it needs to be a waterfall. <laughs> like right. you, you don't true. have a good box if it ain't flowing, <laughs> and that's so dumb. So I'm really it, glad you brought that up. No, there is no correlation. It does not mean that a woman is less sexy. It does not mean that he is not doing his job. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with arousal. It's just people sweat. Some people sweat more. Some people sweat less. Sometimes after a period, you may not be able to be as lubricated. You know, you've been using tampons all week. That shit dries you out. <laughs> right? What are you supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it, and it's, it's funny because men, even men truly think, oh, you should just be gushing. And I blame porn for that. Yeah. I blame, I blame unrealistic sexual expectations. That is not, Hollywood porn and the way that society has created sex is not even close to accurate. I mean, you look at even like that Fifty Shades of Grey book. That is not realistic sex. We're all, we're most of us are having vanilla sex, and we're fine with it. So you know what? Look, I'm sorry, I'm offended. I love that book. <laughs> no, 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 don't. No, I'm on your side because I read the book too, and the way that they would, the way that he did shame. I mean, first of all, what is normal sex? I was yeah. so irritated because, like, if you want to be flogged awesome if you don't that's not a bad thing that's true you know what i mean so if you want to be tied up and smacked around right i mean if that's your thing that's great but you shouldn't shame others for not and so i totally get that especially with the porn i think guys and i'm gonna speak for all guys but i do think a lot of guys just from exploring themselves Mm -hmm. see this porn and think that this is what sex is with like 
right. normal you women and I'm it's not orgasm. even like the are you por- kidding me right <laughs> even the porn stars themselves don't have sex like that in their right. real lives oh yeah, oh, yeah no. so it's like no. it's an illusion that i feel like because guys are you know dumber i always say that they fall in <laughs> right <their chair. laughs> Well, though, but they, they, and they don't understand. I mean, even if you look at movies, when you see a naked actress and she looks like she has this perfect body and she's so sensual. Okay. Well, she's been airbrushed. They've enhanced her breasts. That's she true. probably has fake nipple attachments on. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? They've got the right lighting and the right. right angle. So that's not even what a woman's body looks like. Yeah. And, and that's why I think communication is so key for sexuality and for partners and for relationships, because you need to say, Hey, like, this is what works for me. This is actually what makes me feel good because normal sex doesn't exist. What mm-hmm. exists is what the two people mutually agree upon as an exchange between one another. And that is love. That is intimacy. And that is sexy. Ooh. None of this other stuff. That was like, that was dropping some jewels. Well, thank you. You can tell I'm passionate about this because I think it ruins a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the top three reasons for divorce? Money. Communication yes. yep. and sex. Girl, dropping more jewels because that's the honest truth. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is. It is. And so, women, we are so powerful and so capable. Take control, be confident, have those conversations, and don't settle for anything less than what you deserve. Well, <laughs> so I have a question for people that do plan on purchasing your product. How often do you use it? Do you use it right before sex? Do you use it every day? How does it, how do, how do you use it? It can be used as often or as little as you would like. Uh, women who are dealing with vaginal dryness, menopause, endo, who just want to hydrate their vaginal area, they use it every day. Use it after bathing. Use it before bathing. If you want to just use it for a lube for sex, just put it on right when you're having sex. You know, right before you get into that that heat of things. Um, but you really can use it as little or as often as you want because the ingredients are so great that there's there's no wrong way to do it. And I mean, I have it in my hair right now. I just put it on my knees because they were feeling dry. Maybe later I'll use it in the bedroom. Who knows? <laughs> right. So it's a it's a product you can use in in many different ways. So you can use it as massage oil if you wanted to. Absolutely. Your own moisturizer for your skin. I think I read, and if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. You had something for like stretch marks, maybe for pregnant. I, I think I think I was just talking about prepping for, for the um, childbirth. You know, because you right before childbirth and especially like leading up to it, you really want to make sure that you're staying moisturized. There's a lot of holistic belief that, you know, you want to put oil down there. You want to a lot of people use like a cocoa butter. But I think Kiavari would be great because it has those six oils that are really beneficial. But, you know, just to help with the stretch marks and the tearing, there's some there's some belief that the more moist and supple it is, you know, the less it's going to rip. Like think about a rose petal, right? Rose petals are beautiful when they're moist and have have all that moisture. And as soon as they dry out, they crinkle, they tear. And I like to look at skin that way, skin anywhere on the body. Um, but also it's, you know, great after you have a baby and after you've waited those several months um, and you're ready to start entering into sex again, your, va- your vagina's changed a lot since you pushed a baby out of it. So I always say start with a little Kiyavari, see how it feels, and don't force yourself into a situation that's uncomfortable. Okay. Very good. Yeah, makes sense. Thank you. Oh, sorry, guys. That's a little thunder. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, I don't know what I thought that was. I know. It came out. And I think it's I think it's God saying preach, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did a door slam? Did something drop? No, nope, just a little thunder. 
I'm glad you she calls it little. I would have been like jumping out of my skin if that was what I heard. Like you do She's trying to be cool. You know <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's been a pleasure speaking with you about your product, about your personal life. I feel like I've definitely learned a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, so I hope our listeners will take advantage. Go to Amazon or go to KiavariOil.com. Yeah. Right? Yep, you got it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm so sorry. And he said go there immediately. Yeah, lady, you need this. Okay. <laughs> you can pick up pick up yourself some oil yeah. using all the various ways she described. Go to her website. Had a lot of great information. Mm-hmm. Frequently oh, yeah. asked questions. And she has a blog. Yes. So she really, I think, packages, packages it perfectly yeah especially for a lube novice like myself yeah, like you can, you can just use really it for any area of your life exactly like, honestly it's not just for sex it's for pregnancy it's for massaging it's for every part of your life you can use it now till forever, forever. that's right that's right and i want you all to do that so make sure you <laughs> check it out <laughs> ladies thank you so much i've really felt honored to be included on this podcast so i really appreciate it thank you so much we're glad you could join us yes so as always this is good girls behaving badly bringing you the good and the bad of every week toodles